So we did this exclusive polling with Ipsos. And it had some pretty interesting results because it shows that about up to 75% of you are not happy with any of the choices running for premier. And I think a lot of people will hold their nose and vote, but there are a lot that will possibly sit this election out. And we talk about this because it's the big three parties that get all the attention, but there are more. There's like between 20 and 30 registered parties that you can also look at besides the Green Party, besides the Trillium Party. And one of those new parties is called the None of the Above Democratic Party. Mm. And the guy who started it joins me now. His name, Greg Vesna. Hello there, sir. Hi there. Thank you very much for having us. Well, I'm happy to. I mean, give me your pitch. What is your party about and who really does it serve? Well, the None of the Above Party was started a week after the last election started because I felt like the 75% of people in this one. And I thought, you know, we need some direct democracy here. We have this representative government, but it doesn't really be too representative. And I watched in B.C. how the government lied on the uh, HST, and they overturned it, and then they recalled the first uh, three cabinet ministers that actually started it. And they didn't even have to get the signatures to recall them. They just started, and they resigned. And I thought, I wonder what would happen in Ontario if we had some real democracy. So we got eight candidates on the ballot, and we went to work. And now we have 65 as of this moment, and we're going to try and get in the next week another 50 to get them on every ballot. But the bottom line is is that in Ontario, we suffer from a very bad democratic deficit. We keep exchanging major parties and leaders expecting something to be different. And we're on the Titanic, and we keep hitting the iceberg. And changing the band isn't doing it for us. Okay, so then I've got to challenge you, because I would say, what are you going to run on? Like, how? what is it that you would run on, and how are you going to get the word out? We have a full range of policies that are based on the direct democracy principles that exist in 50 other countries on Earth. Give me the Coles Notes version of the top three. That you, uh, that you think would appeal. United States. Uh, what we'll do is the first thing we'll introduce a referendum recall law. The next thing we'll do is introduce transparency and full account- accountability laws, including real freedom of information legislation. Third thing we'll introduce is full cost accounting and budgeting for all program lengths. And finally, we'll introduce a law that says once a government passes a, a project in a budget and goes ahead and it's approved, like in the United States and everywhere else in the free world, the next guy doesn't get to come in and fill in the subway line. So, in other words, they can't undo if what was done before. and budgeted, it's done. You know, we have spent more money than it costs to build all the subways, doing studies and filling in holes. Yeah, I think you that you do raise a good point. But here, here I was looking at your webpage. Yep. This might cock an eyebrow or two. You say, if elected, we would start by asking the best MPPs from all parties to join our cabinet while allowing them to sit with their parties that were uh, who elected them. We would change the partisan party based for system of politicking forever in Ontario in one term. That's right. That's what ambitious. We would do is instead of everybody going to Parliament to scream and yell at each other and tell them how no idea they have is any good because it's not my idea, what we would do is we'd go to the public in the first hundred days with a province wide plebiscite and we'd give them the top 20 
15, 20 policies that all the parties in the legislature campaigned on and got elected on, and we'd ask them what they think. And the ones that the majority of the public agreed on, we'd introduce right away and pass. We'd open up our cabinet to the opposition. So let me stop you there. Yep. So you would go, let, let's say uh, you won. Um, you would go to, let's say, the PC party and an NDP and say, give us your best ideas. We're going to hammer these out and get them through. We are going to send them to the public, and if the public support, 50, 60% of the public supports a policy that anybody introduced, we'll introduce the law. So everything in Ontario would be a referendum? No, no, we're not interested in governing by pay phones or cell phones. But we do believe that the public doesn't have a say. You join a political party and campaign on policies, they get elected, they don't implement the policies. They run on one thing, they do something else. We don't have a system where the public has a say in local nominations, in party policies, or in government once elected. So we're going to give them a say. Now, it is, it, we want government by plebiscite, not referendum. In other words, we want, like in Switzerland, the government to be heard by the people. And then we'll go let the politicians do what politicians do. And then when they go too far... We'll use referendum and recall against them. That's uh, th- that would be. I think a lot of people would say that's a lofty goal, but probably not very doable because you'll never get the partisanship out of politics. Well, it's interesting to say that because that's not how it happens in, in everywhere in the United States except federally. They have referendums at the state level everywhere. Mm-hmm. They elected to California thirty years ago a governor that spent them into oblivion. Then they elected a new governor that had a referendum on no spending proposition thirteen, and then they bankrupted all the schools in the cities. And then the people had a referendum and they raised taxes and now california has a nine billion dollar budget surface and it's ontario that's the most indebted nation on earth not california so if you give people the tools of direct democracy they'll use them now they'll make the same mistakes that all human beings do but they'll never make as many as politicians the best example of this is william f buckley one of the greatest conservative speakers and reporters in the world and he said i'd rather be governed by the first two hundred names in the boston white pages than the entire faculty of harvard we're governed by a faculty that thinks they're going to tell us what's best for us and our auditor general has said in numerous reports that they make all their decisions without doing any cost analysis without doing any planning and they give away ninety nine point eight percent of their grants to people to contribute to their political party okay let me ask you i'm running out of time but let me ask you who's the leader are you who is the leader of the party okay so you would be then I might just be premier. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> crazier things have happened. Okay, Greg. Thank you. And uh, and and you have done recent polling. Some of your players are actually uh, starting to uh, get attention. Yes, right? Brian Crombie, the uh, president, uh, the CFO of the Ottawa Senators. Uh, and a very famous Mississaugan uh, is looking at running in Mississauga Center. And in our poll, he was five points off the majors uh, with no campaign and no recognition. Uh, and if he ran any kind of a campaign, he'll certainly win that riding hands down. There's no doubt about it. Okay. And there are other. We have a couple of other prominent candidates. We have Kenny Robinson, the comedian, running against Charles Susha in Tobacco Lakeshore. We have the uh, uh, head of sales for AT&T and IBM. Uh, we've got engineers. We've got systems analysis. We've got, if you look at the candidates, we've got a very impressive list of ordinary Ontarians who are fed up with follow-the-leader politics and the three parties and the three leaders, and they want to know what their options are, and they want to be able to vote for them. And I congratulate Global Television, who actually won one of the True News Awards for your radio coverage. 
Mine, probably not mine in particular, but thank you very much. Well, look, uh, you know, it's fascinating. I think there are a lot of people that are fed up. I, I do agree with you on that. I think some will hold their nose, but I do think a lot are looking for a change. And some people want to have a say, and that is not interested, thanks. But they do want to have that pen down. So um, you tend to, uh, I've only got about 10 seconds left, yep. but do you consider yourself like a conservative or are you just kind of a mixed bag? I am actually a conservative. I'm a, r- a real blue conservative. Oh. But, you know, I was a Peter Pocklington delegate because I oh. believe in a flat tax, no grants, no subsidies, go get a job. Jeez, I, I might also believe in a guaranteed annual I might run for you. And everybody is fair. <laughs> And what we don't have is any conservatives, we don't have any liberals, we don't have any Democrats, the new Democrats or undemocrats, and the Greens, they're just like the major parties. On that note, well, I have to let you go, but I'll have you on again, and uh, if people want information, you can get it online, Doug. None of the above. Thank you. Thank you so much, Greg, for joining us. Okay, bye-bye. What a funny guy. Interesting guy. There, if you're not liking the leaders, you got other choices. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.